This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Ay, Dios mío. Buen bienvenidos a la marking out. Hola. It's, it's Cinco de Mayo when this show's released, so we might as well start it off in Spanish. But anyway, welcome back to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans and Sports Entertainment Fans. Thank you very much for listening this week. Shout outs to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our great theme music. RingRopeRebellion.com for all awesome ins- wrestler-inspired songs. Our buddy B-Wing for... 411. Follow him on Twitter at BWing411 for banners, graphic designs, and whatnot. And you can follow us on a bunch of different places. You can go to markingout.com and find all of the episodes there. Pictures, silhouettes of us. You can go buy a Marking Out t-shirt. They're still available. They are selling like hotcakes. Or as I should make a wrestling reference to something we'll talk on the show, they are sell- They are going hot off the griddle. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're selling like little jimmies. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash marking out continue the pro wrestling talk there we post a lot of videos discussions all that good stuff fcw fcw twitter.com slash marking out we live tweet during raw smackdown brandon is going to live tweet during my wedding this year this year this year it's the only wedding i'm gonna have ever in my life so brandon's gonna live tweet during it hashtag chris and rachel's wedding and also, you can listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe, leave a comment. That's one of the biggest things you great, can do. Great, great, great. Bump us up in the echelon of professional wrestling podcasts and just podcasts in general. Oh, it's my birthday show. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's your birthday show, Brandon. It happens in five days, four days, and three that's days. Right, so. Three days if you're listening to it tomorrow. So oh, you, can tweet, you can tweet at the Iron Sheik Bad with math. and tell him that <laughs> at Chris Sween Dog needs to be fucked in the ass and made humble. <laughs> May, May 9th. May 9th is Brandon's May birthday. May 9th. Wednesday. I'll be at the Beach Boys. Yeah, there we go. We're also here with Dave. Dave, how you doing today? All right, Chris. Let's get it right. It's Dave the... I'm done with that stuff. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Yeah. Thanks, we Lord. I'm going to play that one out. Uh, it's done. Yeah, you, you kind of buried it. Yeah. Yeah. When you started going on to the Hofstra Chicks, I think you... Yeah, I think there. I caught something with that one. Yep, and we're here with the Count of Monte Fisto, Blue Dragon, Cousin Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal, Armando Galarraga. How you doing, Brandon? I'm receiving this message week after week. You copy and copy. There's so much to critique. You now call yourself the lone wolf as if that means something. But everybody knows your brain is the size of a dumpling. Nothing is flattering. It's like one giant itch. Silva, you're nothing but a wolfette bitch. I hope that soon you fade away. And that makes me awesome as always. Bam roasted. All right, good way to start the show, Brandon. Good stuff. That was pretty, pretty extreme, if I do say so myself. And speaking of extreme, let's go into Extreme Rules. Live in Chicago this Sunday on pay-per-view. Man, did we watch that, and did we watch that with a lot of people? Oh, yes. Go follow all of them. Heel Franklin. Dave, don't go into it right now. I think... Yeah, they know. Yeah, they they know. Anyway, let's start off. Now, even before the pay-per-view itself 
there was, you know, we've talked about WWE being partners with YouTube. And to con- further continue that friendship, they posted a special pre-show match between The Miz and Santino Morella. Where Dave was the only person that was right on this one and Santino Morella getting the win. But so much heat for The Miz. Like, I'm pretty, pretty amazed with that. Yeah, he's going from uh, superstars to... Uh to YouTube pre-shows. Yeah, yeah YouTube to, to YouTube and back to superstars. Yeah. Uh, match itself, I have no complaints. No, it was pretty much I, what you it expected. Was, it was fun watching it on Chris's phone. Yeah, I watched it on my <laughs> iPhone. Uh, but I would have rather seen the Miz go over. You know, they're uh, trying to rebuild him up. You know, him at being on a pre-show and, and losing, it would have made it. It would have made that match more meaningful yeah, if he. I, I guess, like, if he did win it on the on the undercard, it would be good for the future because it would actually give meaning and mm-hmm. more uh, emphasis to it. Yeah, I mean, both of us picked Miz to win, right? Me yeah. and Chris. Yeah, you guys did. Yeah, we did. Surprisingly, like. These were the these were the results. Brandon got one match right. <laughs> what wow. match? Uh, the World Heavyweight Title match. Uh, Me and Dave got two matches right. Wait, the World wow. Heavyweight Title match was who? Your main man, D. Brian Sheamus. Oh, okay, okay. All right, but good, solid. Dude, they threw us the fuck off with that pay per view. I totally agree I with you on them. that. I applaud them for that, though. Yeah, no, I I can't I can't agree more. You had the Divas title match as well being defended as the new champion Nikki Bella was supposed to face Beth Phoenix, but Beth Phoenix unfortunately was not cleared to wrestle. But Zack Ryder could lose his belt, right? Well, yeah, right. Fucking, <laughs> what is this bullshit? Any, but anyway, we did see the return of a monumental figure in the Divas division. Layla made her return at Extreme Rules and beat Nikki Bella to become the new Divas champion. I was surprised. I was surprised too, and she looked good. She just has, she can't smile. I'm sorry. Oh, she, I'd lay Layla. You'd lay Layla. Why can't she smile? I don't know because I think she's like she's more like she's hotter. I mean, she's hot. She's like really, no, she's really like hot. Bubbly. hot, dude. She's bubbly hot. I know, but I, I like, yeah, the accent's dude. hot. The accent's hot Come too. On. But I liked her better when she like didn't smile and she had that like smirky like, like, a disgusted look. I like, yeah, disgusted she, look. Yeah, I'd rather see her dance in the ring. Which that we did. Ex- Which, uh, well, yeah, explosion. another. That's in, the, that's in the opening of one of the the shows. The another Eve. another diva that got her star dancing in the ring, Brandon. Kelly Kelly. Well, also to Layla and Brooke uh, Tesla. Yeah. But we're not taking care of TNA this week. We're not you know, taking care of TNA this week. I was really, I was really surprised by this return, though, and I, I did think that it was going to turn out to be uh, Brie turning her back on Nikki. Huh. Interesting. I really, I thought that was going to happen. I tweeted that shit out. What, what did he, I mean, a lot of people were going in saying, thinking that it's karma. But then before um, they had a little promo with Eve and Eve says, it's not karma. Did you think that that kind of spo- like ruined it a little bit? Hey took, man. Took as, a few people out of it? As Brandon said, they swerved us on this entire event. Well, do you think with, even with it not being karma, do you think it ruined the return of Layla? Do you think that it, think ki- so. it kind of took... I think everyone was just like, Layla's back? All and right. I, exactly. I mean, it, but it do you sucks. think she would have gotten a better reaction uh, had no, it been... No. And she didn't even get a, a reaction at all, which Yeah, she is, really... Sucks, it was really nothing. I, so, I was... I popped because Michelle McCool's music hit. Yeah. Uh, and, like, that wasn't Layla's music before. That's what I, that's what I originally thought. Before I was like... Michelle I was like... Left. I was <laughs> confused. I was like, wait a minute. Michelle like, McCool's no way, coming back? pregnant? Yeah, right? I don't know. Tracy Morgan got her pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I mean, what do we think? Yeah, what do we think as Dave said? Layla pricing over Karma. I guess we're all in agreement that. Well, it, yeah. I, 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 they, this has to be Karma's return. A has to be built up, I think, more towards SummerSlam because they want it, that big draw. It has, and to, they be, want the it has to be for Beth Phoenix. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're, we've heard about it and we're thinking it that it's going to be Beth Phoenix versus Karma at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, it's we the got, big SummerSlam uh, summer show. We have about four four months until SummerSlam. That's so a they lot get, of time. Yeah, that's a lot of time for them to bring back Karma, put the Divas title on her, and have Beth Phoenix face her, mm-hmm. which, if you know, in all instances, I, I think that's going to be it, and that could... Eventually, maybe rebuild, restart the Divas division. I just, I mean, now that, I just really hope that maybe they're going to bring back China to feud. Shut up. No, I'm no, kidding. No, my I'm God. Kidding. Uh, kidding. Yeah, Gil Franklin, come on the show. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's it. You're, you're, I'm great. still waiting for he your resume to be FedEx. Boom. All right, let's get on to the next match. The Intercontinental title match was decided, the stipulation itself was decided, Raw Roulette style. And pre-show, turn, right? Pre-show? No, during the show. No, oh, show. yeah, it was pre-show, pre-show as well. We oh, missed that. But nobody saw that. I don't yeah, know I, after after point. the Mitch Santino match, I kind of I have just... to also give them to give WWE props because the pre-show is no longer just a pre-show. It's like actual stuff. We didn't get to see the pre-show last time we were at WrestleMania. I don't know what they did. I got to give them props for the fact that they actually had a slot that said get fisted. So props to you, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? No, yeah. yeah one, Brandon, no, one of the, I don't know what match them. it was. There was a f- giant fist on it. But, I don't, yeah, um, I know what? the giant black fist, right? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The, I think it's black. It oh, the, the, the Brandon black. likes fisting match. I remember yeah. that, and everybody in the yeah. room popped. Yeah. yeah. Man. And also, I have to... I have and to I drank give, one beer. I have to give huge props to Scotty Stanford, because he fucking was all over the place that night. Like, that week, I should say. From New York to Chicago. He flew back right after the pre-show. To do the 11 o'clock news. Yeah, that's insane. I wonder wow. if he took Vince McMahon's private jet. Probably mm. not. Probably not, but the Intercontinental title was decided in a tables match, and surprisingly to all of us, Big Show gets the loss, and Cody Rhodes is your new Intercontinental Champion. So happy. But the way was, they did yeah. it was genius. I don't the like way that at all. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a good idea. I thought it was stepping through the table. He was thrown through the table on no, an offensive move. And, and he cannot, he's still uh, that large man. Yeah. It didn't bring him down at all. It didn't bring him down. It was just like, oh, shit. He's like, I'm so big that I, I, I went through the table. Mm-hmm. And he still beat the shit out of Cody ending. after the match. I oh. feel like that was – WrestleMania was just a way to get – Get Big Show his win. Get Big Show his win. Get him That's over, true. You know, get him over. Get him his because, spot because, because he's – Because WWE likes giving their props to yeah. their vets. Or and whatever. then they're like, all right, well, Cody Rhodes is – you know, Cody Rhodes is rebuilding this, this title. I don't, you know what? I take that back. Do you really think Cody Rhodes now is kind of taking back the pride and prestige of the Intercontinental title? Taking back as in uh, bring, away? I mean, No, bringing it back. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that uh, the prestige is coming back to the IC belt. At first, I thought it did. But now, after a while, it's becoming stagnant because he's just in the... Like, who is he going to feud with now? Well, that's the thing. They have to bring in people for him to feud with. Bring in Wade Barrett, depending on whenever he comes back. I, like, I've said it a million times. Give him Randy Orton. No. Give him FCW that. superstars. Sorry. No, no, no. We've yeah. seen that a bunch of times. If anything, wait for Ted DiBiase to return. Nope. Okay. And give him the, the Intercontinental Championship right. feud. Well, I'm giving... I'm going with... Orton Rhodes. We've seen that so many times. Good. Nothing came of it. Not for the IC. But nothing came of Orton versus Cody Rhodes. Eh. 
Well, Orton was in a match that night, though, when he was against Kane in a Falls Cannon Anywhere match. Nah. Which, you know, compared to the WrestleMania match, because there was a lot of matches on here that were pretty much rematches from WrestleMania. I like the WrestleMania match more. I don't know if you yeah, guys agree I with agree. me. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that they were allowed to fight all over the place, the fact that also, too, Zack Ryder got involved when they went backstage and tried to start beating the hell out of Kane was cool. I know somebody but, who was sitting next to me who popped huge for that. I th- Yeah, I, I think we all kind of popped huge for that. Yeah. But, yeah, I did. I was sitting right next to you, and I did pop huge. You're yeah. absolutely right. But um, a huge RKO right onto a chair? Yeah, it worked. You know, it, ke- it kept with the theme of extreme rules for me. I feel like that just dumbs dumbs it down a little bit. I mean, come on now. Nothing on it. There's no impact of doing RKO on the chair. If anything, it's going to hurt Randy Orton's arm more than anything. How's there no impact? I mean, because his face isn't hitting the chair. He should have had. He's done it to John Cena in, in the past, having the chair actually uh, standing. That's how he should have had the chair standing up instead of laying down. Well. Uh, let you know me, what they should have drop you face okay. first onto a chair. Okay, go for it. It's not face first. What? What is it? You're going across the arm. All right, so maybe like here, this is what they could have done. Remember, um, final battle this year, Steen and Carino, how he gave him the package power driver through like the, the chair tables, yeah, the table chairs. Maybe you should have done that. They would have both got hurt, but I think King would have got first worse, hurt worse because he was going face first and chest first, whereas Randy Orton was going on his back. You know, we, we did see Randy Orton dent a chair where it was set up, as David was saying. Oh uh, no, I think I'd, I'd rather. I think it's still better with the with the chair standing. All right, you, you know, have, but you I mean, per- everybody's allowed. You would have preferred it to be like Saturday night's main event in 2007 from August when uh, exactly where when he John did it to John Cena. Randy Orton yep. when we were there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you, let's get on to the next. You match. marks. August 13th, uh, you know, they did add a couple of matches into the Extreme Rules card. Brodus Clay going over Dolph Ziggler. Which, I mean... Yeah, who cared? I, yeah. Was, I was for that. Not for the fact that it was Ziggler getting the loss, but... I feel like they have to build Ziggler up. Yeah, is this building him down, though? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he gave, you know, Brodus Clay the most offense that he's seen since, you know, his... I don't know, Slater gave him a good job, too. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of but job? Like, but, like... Brodus Clay has been fighting mid-carder. I would like to think that Dolph Ziggler's upper mid-carder, so maybe yeah. maybe they're also trying to build Brodus Clay to be That's somebody true. else. Well, he's just over with the crowd. It's a whole little posse, yeah, right, him, right. Hornswoggle. Where was Hornswoggle, though? I don't know. Maybe he was getting somebody to call Brodus Clay's mama. Then you also had Ryback go over uh, Aaron Relic and Jay Haddon. Yeah, I mean, I mean future Hall yeah. of Famers right there. Yeah, right. Jobbers of the year. <laughs> Keep that written down, Dave. <laughs> uh, what What do you think of this? Do you think that Ryback as a suitable first opponent is he Gil Jackson? Su- su- I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to see that kind of match. I, I, maybe like a first feud. Yeah, yeah, like a first feud. No, no, because he's squashing all these guys. If he can squash these scrubs, he could definitely squash a, a lower mid card guy. I, maybe Kane. Yeah. Kane, I can see that. Kane can put him over big. You, you get Kane to actually beat him up and get him off his feet and gives him, like, more strength and gets him over. And, like, you know, in it could, it could honestly be Kane's out storyline. Yeah. Well, we don't know how long Kane's contract right, is. Right, that's what I'm saying. But it could be, like, one of, or one of his last at least. And I'm sure Kane has no, as we know in the past, he has no problem putting over the younger talent. Yeah. So. 
Okay. So they had the two added matches. Then you had your world heavyweight title match, two out of three falls, and Sheamus gets the win in that. That match, along with the WWE title match, was the matches of the night for me. Because that match was able to showcase the things that Daniel Bryan can do in the ring, and I think it, was, it put Sheamus over big. I really wish that they did the WrestleMania win. In the first, the in the first, first fall, yeah, yeah. yeah. But though, was it was it mere? Did the falls like seem like so quickly in between? No, 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 not know. in between. It, dude, I think what why it seemed like that was because it took so long for the first one. Uh-huh. I don't think I don't like the way that the first fall was be for DQ for stopping refusing to stop kicking Sheamus. I thought that was a little bit. I mean, I would have rather seen him do that little um, elbow submission. I don't know, not Whoa. really submission, but that the elbow. The yes lock? No, 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 the elbow move where he has him hooked and he just elbows repeatedly. Daniel Bryan, just keep on doing that. Well, Daniel Bryan's a man of his kicks. Stop. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, that's like more of a, like a CM Punk move, I feel like. Well, Whereas then, Daniel Bryan, like, you know, the kick to the head and the kick well, to... I mean, no, no, the, the elbowing Daniel Bryan been doing that for a long time. Yeah, well, yeah, well I mean, he was CM, doing that more in the indies, though. CM yeah, yeah. Punk, well, I mean, I've CM seen him, Punk has done that. Yeah, on, on, the, on, the, on the main stage, though, on right, the WWE, right, right. the big show, not the, the wrestler, you know, like the MLB of professional wrestling uh, or sports entertainment, uh, I feel like that's more of a CM Punk style. I don't know. I thought do. I saw Daniel Bryan do it a few times. You may have, but I feel like it's... No, no, it's just... Debatable. Yeah, all right. Debatable. The match, though, though... Though, though. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I was back and forth the entire time. I, I was able to pay attention to it, and I'm, you know, I think it made Daniel Bryan look great. A, the crowd was over to him because we've spoken about Chicago crowds so many times and how they're very vocal, very loud. Do you think maybe they're one of the bigger like? I, I would say. Do you that think they're, they're maybe there. the best best crowd in the United States? No, no. Why? Because you're just biased to New York. Um, New York maybe. is great. Yeah. I also don't think they were as loud as they normally were. I think they were louder for Brock and Cena than they were for CM Punk, actually. Really? Yeah. I mean, that might just be because I couldn't hear because everyone was fucking talking. Well, you have 15 people in yeah. a room. We were conversating. Yeah. Not that that's a real word, but that's in my, my dictionary. <laughs> so. Instead of Webster's Dictionary, it's Brandon Grunther. Oh. Dictionary. Ooh. <laughs> Cut out. Yep. So, okay. Uh, all right. Then you, what's that? No, go. Well, then you also had the WWE Championship match. Which was fucking awesome. Yes. This was the Extreme Rules match, or the Chicago Street Fight, or whatever you want to call it. Gimmick match aside, this was the match that we haven't seen, I think, since Edge and Mick Foley. I mean, it wasn't to the scale oh, that... I don't think that. Edge and Mick Foley was, but it was... This is... This could be uh, in a match of the year running. I do I, think that. I, um... I'm indifferent, but I mean, I also was back and forth trying to play host, so I don't I, know. I, I was a lot more pleased with this match than their WrestleMania match. And that's, that, that was my that was my next question. Uh, Do you think oh, this yeah. match was better than the WrestleMania match? Maybe, was, but, but then again, I have to watch it on DVD May 7th, May 8th or whatever because I don't know. I, I was there live, so I have to see it on actual TV. Yeah, because it's a lot different live. So absolutely, absolutely different. Like, especially thing. like view wise and everything, we didn't get to see as much from the angles yeah. we were sitting. I like the fire extinguisher, kendo sticks. We saw everything. I thought it was great. Jericho tweeted out the kendo stick shots on his back. 
Really? Yeah, afterwards. They were brutal. And, and somehow that was all over the dirt sheets. That was fucking news. Are you kidding me? That's bullshit. Well, WWE is also trying to release things to the dirt sheet before. Yeah, but like that's not even a dirt sheet type of fucking piece yeah. of news. It's like I posted it on Twitter. Hey, he got. You hear this rumor? He got bruised. It's yeah. on Twitter. It's like, oh my God, everybody. It's go seriously, look it up. you guys did absolutely no work. You went to Twitter and posted something. Good yeah. job, guys. You do it all the time. I fucking hate them. Dave does it all the time, but we're not dirt sheets. Yeah, we're just I marks. I hate that, too. Um, so, not a dirt sheet. I just speak my thoughts. Yeah, and get retweeted 50 plus times. Hey, not my fault people agree with me. Or Whether just, they're, they're correct or not, they're still my thoughts. They are. First Amendment, brother. Everyone's entitled to them. Exactly. And so the, the main events of Extreme Rules, the Extreme Rules match between Brock and John Cena, Brock Lesnar and John Cena, he was wearing boots. What is, this, what is all this shit with Bork Laser? I don't know. I don't right? know. But buy the t-shirt on uh, Barbershop Window, though. Yeah, barbershopwindow.com. Danny D'Amato shirt out now. Buy the shirt on Barbershop Window. <laughs> Um, the match itself, that, John Cena getting busted open like five minutes into yeah, the match. That was, awesome. that was, that everyone, was awesome. That really put Lesnar over. Too. Everyone on Twitter when I got home that night was like, "Oh, do you think this is real or fake?" It's like, where the what? fuck is he gonna blade? Yeah, it's like clearly that like that was a and real elbow. Sh- yeah, that was a real elbow, and they showed it too. They there showed was no, it the there replay. was no camera like cuts for Cena to, to blade. And also too, the fact that they were st- kept stopping the match to clean him up, and he's like, "No, no, I'm going to keep going." But that's the. I feel like that's planned out. I, mean, I don't come think on so. That's, that's no, that, no, but that happened in a, like a, a, Christ, a Christian match in ECW. Yeah, but that was where, a long time ago. I know, but I that's, mean, they're phasing into a new era. Now, so you're you not, think you're not seeing blood? So right now, you, fast. I mean, right when that Christian thing happened, that was right when they switched over to PG, where it was blood. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold up now. So you think that John Cena knew he was going to get busted open and had them no pre pre show no. to stop? I don't know. No, I, I don't, don't think. think I, I think, think had any. It's not it at all. I don't know. I think they tried. They tried. Tried to stop the blood and they and couldn't. Cena didn't like, want no. to. I yeah. don't think. I don't I think yeah, well, you're also talking here. to somebody that really, if I see it on WWE on wrestling TV on wrestling, I really don't believe it. Yeah, I don't buy into it. All right, so D- Brock Lesnar, the real deal, real fighter. Do you think that this kind of ruined anything for him being having that that return, coming back from the UFC, being a legit real fighter? Do you think that this ruined him a little bit or brought him no. down? There was so there's certain things that I was just like Brock, you're an idiot. The first half of the match where he was getting all the offense when he busted John Cena open, when he you know he fucked shit up, I thought I'm like oh man Brock Lesnar he's you know he's back he, you know he's still the same Brock Lesnar that he was you know when he was fighting in UFC. Yeah. And then towards the end of the match where he went for that jumping punch. Oh, and, that was so Superman he, punch. Yeah, he went for that Superman punch, and he fell over the top rope. A lot of people say I saw people people on Twitter saying like, "Oh, Cena oh. pulled the rope." No, no he no. just he just over jumped. Yeah, Brock. Yeah, that's that actually up, a good time to bring this up. But did you also hear that Brock Lesnar had a backstage tan- uh, tantrum after? Yeah, but let, let's well, talk about that once we talk about the ending of the match itself, because okay. that kind of ties in to the match. Let's itself. do it up. The, so the, the 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 Superman punch where he flipped over. When he did that, I felt bad for the fact that, like, I mean, there yeah, obviously you, there's ring rust somewhere. Yeah. You can't get it all. I think he was just so amped up that he yeah. just, he just overshot of his Of course. Jump. I mean, this is his first match back. He didn't even have any dark matches or anything like that and he to get the ring rust he away. He didn't even have any but, training with Kurt Hawkins, as we it, know of. Yes. Did it, or, or Michael McGillicuddy. <laughs> yeah. Did it look good to you the first time? 
I thought it just it played. I think it played into the gimmick that this match was extreme rules. It was brutal. Right. It was do violent. Think, blood, so, guts. Do you think that as Brock Lesnar's mentality of 2002, 2003, where he was he was only in WWE for such a short period of time, do you think that whole rematch where they restart? I mean, not rematch where they restarted the ending, and he went and did the Superman punch again. All right. Do you think that was not maybe they shouldn't have done that? Uh, yeah, I don't think they should have because I think maybe they should have like got him in the ring and then. Did we, we even see an F five that night? No, we no. didn't. So instead what? of, um, one thing that we know in pro wrestling, you never if you fuck up a finish, if you fuck up a move or whatever, never do it again. Yeah, never try to redo it, recreate it. I mean, well, don't do it again in the same match. We're how not do you, wrestlers? But but we know we that much it, from yeah from, from what we you, know. How do you like the idea that they that the first one was messed up, so they redid the second one? Spot on. Like, I, I think just fucking said that. <laughs> yeah, you well, did. I mean, but, but like, like we've seen it with uh, Sin Cara in the past, where he's done it and it's been frowned upon. Do you think that it's one of these? What are you doing now? I think what they should have done instead of doing that, Brock should have got up, pulled John Cena into the ring. John Cena should have grabbed the chain and he should have went for the F. He should have like tried to signal going for the F five on the thing. John Cena punches him right in the head and then went for the FU onto the onto I, the stairs. I, That's I, what should have happened. I think that I, I if like, you had anybody else in there besides Brock Lesnar, I think they would have been able to improvise that ending. But I feel like Brock Lesnar kind of not well, being in the ring for too who. long. He's only been in the WWE truthfully for who? he debuted two thousand two. Who? Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. And then he went. He his last match was in 2004. Exactly. So then, that's eight years ago. Yeah, but you don't eight nine years ago, whatever. But I'm saying that I don't think that he would be able to improvise. But you said any other person. It depends who. Well, any other person that's been around the wrestling ring for a little bit of time. If you put Randy Orton in there, if you had well, that's Kane 10 in years. there, that's all right. But if you had other people, in, if you had any current wrestler, or 15, I feel years. like they would have improvised it. I I agree with you on that. But regardless from his terrible Superman punch or trying to be Superman, and wait, by where do you the even ropes, get? Why do you even call it the Superman punch? Because he was jump, he jumped off something. He's like that. Okay. that's what it was called. I was like, in I UFC, like that. it's it's. He, I mean, because he jumped off it, it's not really. But, but when also, you leap forward like that, when you jump forward, in, and undisputed, the punch, there was yeah, yeah, yeah he hit like back and axe. Yeah, it's called, punch. Punch. it's called the Superman punch. Oh. Yeah. Regardless, after that though, John Cena gets the win. F5's well, Brock Lesnar he on. Made, he did the. How did Cena do it? I mean, how did Brock? Oh, they, well, he had, he had in the Kimura the, lock, right, the which Kimura. is pretty big because that apparently caused uh, some injury to John Cena. But he had the Kimura lock, and then that was it. Yeah, that was it. Then John Cena hits the F5 onto the stairs, gets the one, two, three. John Cena wins the match, but then has some candid words at the end of his match, you know, saying that he may be taking a vacation for saying this. Um, you know, today was a grueling match, uh, most grueling match of his life, saying that he has no feeling in his left hand, left arm, yeah. for that matter. Appar- apparently, afterwards, he had. Um, uh, tear in his rotate rotator cuff, correct? Who knows? Tendons and stuff like that. I he, thought it was going to be Marine 3. Citizens on patrol? But apparently it's Miz. Yeah, right. Fuck that. That makes no sense, but whatever. I had some poignant Congrats words at the end of John Cena's match, and then was apparently he's injured. He came out the next night on Monday Night Raw in a brace, but then also, too, as Dave alluded to before, apparently a- after the match, Brock Lesnar had a whole backstage freakout. Yeah, apparently he didn't, like, he didn't think that John Cena put him over enough. 
He thought that John Cena intentionally tried to hurt him during that. Uh, I guess we might as well call yeah, it. Yeah, he said he pulled Superman. down the ropes. Yeah. But then you also hear the, and apparently this was a huge thing that he was complaining to John Laurinaitis, his uh, assistant. But then you start David reading Otonga too. Was there? But then you start reading too uh, on the sheets that apparently this could, this is probably maybe a work to kind of work over the wrestlers as well, which we have seen before with The Rock, John Cena, with The Rock writing his stuff on the wrist. I mean, we've also seen that WCW. Exactly, WWE we've seen buyout. this before. Like so I mean, you could take it for that. what it is, whether it's real or whether it's a work on the backstage and everybody. I don't even know. like. You, you shouldn't be having to do fucking put all, try to put like you know. Well, I mean, I I feel like it's good a good thing because it also it reduces the amount of things that will get leaked. Because yeah. I mean, if if they go backstage and they say, "Hey, good match and stuff," you, it could go get leaked saying yeah you know but they can go go to Brock Lesnar and say hey good match or stuff and then he could freak out well he could probably freak out on wrestlers so you, you, you guys know, are, you guys are probably right this one I really when they care. when they did <laughs> when they had that ending of Brock and Cena I thought for sure we were gonna hear Batista's music hit yeah, yeah like, I just like, thought 2012 I, I, I really thought 2012 get up. is he coming back anytime soon I hope not I really I thought 2012 couldn't get like Come on, I think that'd be. Pretty but yeah, you, you can't do so much nostalgia. Like yeah, you, you there's that there's that there, there's that one bit that you can have like nostalgia factor where they had The Rock for the past year, then they had Johnson, you know, then they have uh, Brock Lesnar coming back. You can't have Batista come back and then like all these old guys come back because you're trying to build all of your new talent. But, you might as well you know, rename it to TNA. But listen, 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 listen. Bam, Russell. It's what John Cena has absolutely nothing to do right now, so. You bring in The Rock for the past year for ha- to have John Cena. He has things to do. No. John Cena. No. Yes, he does. He does not. How? He goes, he listen, a- I'm not fucking even being able to explain it. You're not allowed he to. Has, he has it's a, a whole idea. past year to have The Rock. He did feud with other people, but that was because The Rock was gone. Then he moved right from The Rock onto who? Onto Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, then you move him off of it, and then you need somebody else to well, fill it in. Who's to say Brock Lesnar's off of it right now? Yeah, I mean we don't know. But we're John not Cena, we're not John writing Cena the contract. I mean, right? I mean, off. it's it, if it, John Cena is taking the time off or whatever in storyline wise, who is next? I mean, but how long do we no know? He, he could be taking a two week vacation. <laughs> We don't. We don't know. Well, when he was going to come back. He was at Monday Night Raw. Exactly. And he was. He was a part of a big storyline on Monday Night Raw because apparently he's going to be in action in Over the Limit. Yeah. And it's going to be. It, it, you know, the the main segment, the end, ending segment, Monday Night Raw is is John Laurinaitis going over John Cena saying it's going to be John Laurinaitis John Laurinaitis trying to back himself up saying he was trying to push John Cena you know now trying getting trying to play face, face a little yeah, bit yeah trying to play face a little bit but it didn't work because he attacked him him Lord Tensai Sakamoto all attacked him it looks like now the reason they brought in Lord Tensai to be John Laurinaitis lackey is finally getting to fruition henchman Henchman, <laughs> lackey, and kind of makes Tensai more relevant because apparently John Laurinaitis apparently does have ties to Japan. Apparently he did wrestle in Japan. Apparently so this- he was fucking huge in Japan because of. But the only reason why he was huge there was because of animal. animal. So. so- I mean, so now the first match announced for Over the Limit is Cena versus John Laurinaitis. Second. Second. I'm which- excited to see that. I mean, just I, for the, just for like the nostalgia factor that I was. Well, so I see, there you go. Now you went the nostalgia factor from Brock Lesnar, nostalgia factor from John Laurinaitis. But it's getting definitely. Right, but I mean, nostalgia. it's not, not going to be a Johnny Ace match. It's going to be a Lord Tensai match. Yes. I feel like. Yeah. But I mean that. Saka, bombs all Saka, over the place. Saka nipple or whatever his name is. Sakamoto. 
<laughs> nipples on the mind? Sock them All right, let's Sock get on to the, the big O Monday night show. What? No, it's Raw starring Brock Lesnar. Yes. Get it right. We talked about John Laurinaitis versus John Cena. The, the, the beginning of the show starts off with Triple H making his first appearance since WrestleMania to come out and talk to Brock Lesnar, saying that John Laurinaitis can't make any of these you know demands that Brock Lesnar said. It's still going to be called Raw Super Show. And, and Triple H and Brock Lesnar getting into it. And apparently, Brock Lesnar breaking Triple H's arm. So, do you guys think now Triple H's arm is broken? Do you think this is maybe setting up a storyline between Triple H and Brock Lesnar for them to work in the future? Maybe SummerSlam. Maybe in the future, not SummerSlam. This brings back Kevin Nash. Why do you yeah, think no, this brings back Kevin Nash? No, I I know before the show you mentioned that you think that this could be a SummerSlam match. Yeah. I don't think it will be. I mean, I do see Lesnar being in action, but especially if Triple H has a broken arm I think that it would be a little bit longer than that yet again we have four months left till SummerSlam do you recall who who Brock Lesnar faced SummerSlam in 2003 was it Undertaker do you recall that or Kurt Angle One of I forget I'm sorry because um, imagine I mean imagine if it was Triple H like his SummerSlam opponent so far we have The Rock I don't know who 2003 was SummerSlam is pretty maybe? much might as well be Brock Lesnar's WrestleManias yeah I yeah. mean he's got I mean, he um, won the undisputed title. But that would be. Know, but I, I think I feel like too that would be a great guy for him to work with because a you know, Brock Lesnar hasn't been back in the ring for a while. You have Triple H who had has had one match, two, and it still gives them both their limited do you, schedules. Yeah. Do you think Triple H would be down for that though? I think yeah, he would. and I'm pretty sure he would have two words for it too. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I yes, like that. and I'm pretty sure he's ready for. It. I like that, that was match. awesome. I like that match. Okay, now because I, also, I want you over now. It also uh, builds up the Brock Lesnar anti like anti pro wrestling pro uh, UFC kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, going with the COO or whatever he is. Yeah, but I think you have, do you, you think Triple H is? I don't want to like. I mean, they're not listening. But do you think Triple H is a bitch? Where, oh, like, if shit. he got Triple busted H, open, that is not Chris. No, or like, Gabe's if he got busted open, Brandon. like, would he, like, how would he take it? I think Triple H, would, if, if Triple H got busted open? Yeah, like, the way he, that, that Cena got busted open. What do you mean, like, you know what, what's, whatever's good for the company, I think that he would do. Just like Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon used yeah, to do. Yeah, but no, you can't, you can't plan are, that. Well, I mean, are you trying to, like are you saying, go into the are you saying corporate, corporation, corporate wise, how does it look no. as a corporate how having him? Triple H as a person would handle the fact that he got busted the I think he would be, Oh shit! I'm busted open. And how gross Nothing is that? Normal. Brock Lesnar fucking licked John Cena's blood. That's so we've seen we've Kevin Cena do that. Yeah, yeah, we've seen Jimmy so Jacobs but, do I that. I mean, you've yeah. seen Brock Lesnar do that too in the past. Yeah, we've seen. It's a dumb I don't, thing. I don't. It's yeah. a dumb thing to get yourself over as a heel. Exactly. Yeah, it's so it's one of those ooh ah factors where you're like, oh ew. You nasty. know what? With speaking of blood, though, like I really, I mean, this this is completely off topic, but Ed I just want to say that I really liked when Vince McMahon fucking signed the contract with Hulk Hogan's blood. All right, that's not relevant uh, yeah. to what's I, going I mean, on today. It was just it popped into my head. Okay, good. Anyway, yeah. other things going on on Monday Night Raw. We had to do tag team champions, where we've seen the demise of Epico and Primo, and this week it became more relevant because Air Boom. they lost Boom. to the team of our Boom. That's right, our Truth and Ron Killings. Our Truth and Ron Killings. Our Truth no, and Kofi, Kofi Kingston. Kingston. Do you think that this was spoiled a little bit? What do you I mean, mean? We, you saw Kofi and our uh, Truth come out and save Triple H. Do you think that them going to the match that kind of gave them a little bit of a one up? No, I mean saving Triple H and everything. No, I just feel this is more of a big storyline for Epico and Primo, and also too for AW, also known as Abraham Washington, because after the match, 
they spoke. They finally came to terms. Yeah. And apparently, it was released at WWE.com that all world international has signed Epico and Primo Rosa Mendez to his talent agency because now Huge. I feel like now the spark now the fire is underneath their ass again to get back those WWE tag teams por favor there we go keeping <laughs> keep the, the, the Spanish theme of today's show they play that clip all the time but I feel like this is more to get Epico and Primo over as a dominant tag team. And Absolutely. I, I think you. all of us can agree that we want to see that. We want to see that, and we want to see the tag team division t- rebuilt. There's, as, we, as we always say, the steps, the pieces are being put together for them to have a solid tag team, and it looks like it's going to be more of a SmackDown tag team division. It is, it is slowly being built on each show. Yeah. Raw, SmackDowns, maybe Superstars, I'm not sure, NXT for sure. Yeah. So we'll see what goes from that. Also, it's, uh, titles, too. There was a Beat the Clock Challenge on Monday Night Raw. The winner would be facing CM Punk at Over the, over the Limit. I was going to say Over the Rules. No, you saw a few good matches during that. Miz beat over Santino. You had Jericho and the... Big Show. Jericho and the Big, big show. show. Kane, Greg Kali, which I know was my oh, favorite I didn't even, match Oh, I didn't even write night. that down. There I saw Orton and Swagger. Dude, that was the match of the night. How, yeah, how right. did you not write that down? Yeah, but it didn't make sense. None of like some of these matches just didn't make sense. But yeah, especially like Daniel this, Bryan yeah, versus right. Sherry Lawler. Which, I think. I mean, I, I, it's cool. No, it isn't. You can't listen, give that no, spot no, listen, for Jerry listen, Lawler anywhere listen, else. If you were Daniel Bryan as a kid, come on, like that. You don't think that's he cool? was even excited about it? You saw Daniel him in the Bryan's marking out. Wrestled Jerry Lawler three times on the indie scene already. I would doubt it. Uh, why would you doubt it? Just Do you know how many how many times all these wrestlers have. Faced each other on indies. Hey, Cole Cabana said he just he faced he faced Jerry Lawler for the first time in his life like two months ago. Exactly, Man, Jerry Lawler wrestle wrestles on the indie market a lot. Yeah, well, is he allowed to? He he does he has he doesn't have a WWE contract. He's a Legends contract where he's country, he's allowed to do whatever he wants I, outside, but still, you know, if the WWE calls, that's his first that's his first priority. I don't know. I think that it should have went to a younger spot, and I think that Jerry Lawler should have stepped up. And but do you feel that Daniel Bryan, because Daniel Bryan won the Beat the Clock Challenge, will be facing CM Punk, which is an indie fucking wrestling fan's dream to see these guys pseudo headlining a pay per view? Do you think Daniel Bryan should have won that spot? Oh, of course. I just don't want to see John Laurinaitis or who anybody else, do you else think, get who do, you, who do you think else was there? I don't think so. I don't think anybody else was there because I feel like John Laurinaitis is, is now billed with John Cena. Hold, hold on. I'm, I think I'm confused with what you're asking. You, okay. You said you don't want anybody to get involved. Yes. John Laurinaitis is billed with John Cena. Yes. So he's probably not going to be getting involved. Chris Jericho, on the other hand... It seems like Chris Jericho is starting to be fizzled out. As, you know, we've it was noted, it was reported this week that Fozzie's going on tour in August at some point. He's waka, gonna, waka. Yeah, he's actually missing yeah. SummerSlam. He's going to be missing SummerSlam. So it looks like everything that I mentioned last week with him recording a new Fozzie album and them going on tour, yeah. that's happening. So Chris Jericho's going to be starting to phase out. And I feel like those three matches we saw between them a couple months back... I feel like now they want, like, okay, we gave them, the fans loved it. Oh, you want the best. Is that what I, you're going to say? What? What do you mean? Like, as if, like, we gave you Jericho Punk, you asked for it, now let's give you something else you asked okay, for. Okay, Gene yeah. Simmons. Yeah. Why, why no, no, I could, I could, no, that's what, that's what I'm trying to, you know, they, they want to punk Jericho. They got the best in the world versus the best in the world, the best in the world. Shut up. <laughs> now you have Daniel Bryan, who was billed the best in the world, but I'm not saying they're going to be playing off the best in the world angle. Right, right. I'm saying that they're going to be playing off the fans I want because see, it's people power. I actually want to see a match between them. And you're going to see past, it at the past, over the limit. But in the past, we haven't seen really uh, decisive winners. 
We've so seen this a one, lot of I, interference. I want to see a clean match. The, and this, That's all I want. And I feel like this is what you're going to see because both of them, like when CM Punk came out to like raise his like title and you know do say he was the best in the world, like he was smiling. Because we know their history on the independents, you know, most specifically from Ring of Honor. This is going to be a fun match to watch. I would have, and th- this this match is making me want to get over the limit. I would have loved Jericho involved, at, like a little bit, yeah. like because they're mad. Like, you know what? If you think back to that very very first episode of NXT, that was like a, sh- a show. What do you mean me. a triple threat? Yeah, something like that. I would because Daniel Bryan and Chris Jericho was that like, would be that a, a good, good send off for like, oh, cool. after Chris Jericho after the end of the extreme. Uh, excuse me, after the end of the extreme rules match. Uh, excuse me. I don't think you can have Chris Jericho get involved because he, you know, he was beat at WrestleMania Fair and Square. He was beat the living hell out of him at Extreme Rules. Now would he go? Now he's the, now he's the ancillary filler guy in a triple threat match, which is going to highlight well, Daniel Bryan I mean, and Chris CM Punk. Jericho, Chris Jericho's a heel. He could like weasel his way into there, be like, "I deserve this." Well, well, we still have a couple weeks until Ro- Jericho, <laughs> we still have a couple weeks until over the limit. I mean, he's still going to be. He doesn't go on tour till August fifteenth. I know, but still, so, you know, rehearsal, rehearsal and July, practice and getting everything together. May and, June. All right, so maybe you have maybe like a half month left of Chris Jericho. Maybe. Maybe. Keyword, maybe. maybe. Uh, other things. One last thing on Monday Night Raw. Then we got to touch on one thing. SmackDown. The Bellas, their last match on Monday Night Raw because they posted on the website that they're done with the WWE. So they got their cake. They got to have the Divas title before they left, and now uh, fact. they can take their camel toes and uh, <sighs> walk over somewhere else. Do you think that it's a good thing that they left like this, or do you think it would have been better if they put Karma over before they left? I think they should have put Karma over before they left, but they left on good terms, so they can always yeah. come back. Of course, but I mean, the way that Karma the way that Karma went out. She went out with them making fun of her, calling her fat, making fun of her being pregnant, and now she doesn't really get her revenge on them. And they've been tweeting back and forth with mm-hmm. each other in the past. Well, maybe it's further down the line. Yeah, maybe one car. Wait, maybe wants maybe to see Beth Phoenix. Maybe they take a year off and then they come back next year and they feud with Karma. Well, but what I was gonna say was that the thing is that I like about WWE is that they respect they respect their their talent enough to give them like, oh, you were with us for this long. We'll we'll give it to you. We'll oh. give you the Divas Championship. At least they're not Either giving them night or whatever. At least they're not giving them the best of luck in their future endeavors. Yeah, Eve did that. <laughs> and th- that made like, did you did you see the video of Eve firing them? Yeah, yeah. it was like like high definition fucking footage. Yeah, because they shoot like in that, high definition. But like normally their backstage segments are like very shitty, like shittily lit and everything. This was like a film shittily. segment. Is that a word? Shittily. Yeah. Shittily. Yeah, if he wants to use it, he can use it. It's kind of like, kind of like, uh, hey, we'll I'm going overseas. I'm going to shittily. I'm going to shittily. Go to go to shittily. See those in shit in shittily. Right? Yeah, you see Jersey those. Shore? Yeah, those Jersey Shore guys are going on shittily. All right, all right. Now we're gonna get Italy to a bunch no, of not uh, Italy. from Italy. Yeah, yeah. Italy. Now we're gonna just, get hate from all of our Jersey people that Shore. listen to us in Italy. Uh, one last thing before we go to a break, uh, SmackDown. Really, nothing of relevance to talk about besides the in-ring debut of Antonio Cesaro against Tyson Kidd. And if you've paid attention to Claudio throughout the Indies, Chicago, Ring of Honor, PWG, he looked good. He looked good. He's using a modded version of the Styles Clash. Um, yeah, kind of like, like a cradled pile driver face yeah. plant thing. Not really pile driver, but cradled. Pile clash. It was like a landing clash. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it a was package 
landing clash. He was able. He was able to do the. uh, No, that's what it was. Jump because if they do the package pile driver, it's like the. It's cradled. He didn't. He he didn't package that at all. It was truth. Cra- yeah, cradle. That's, how, that's what it is. A yeah, cradle. Big 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 slap chop it. Jerry Lynn's no. uh, finisher. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was, it was called a package pile driver when they when they put their arm over there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cradled. Cradles. Cradled. But yeah, but good. Very impressive debut. And then got to make out with Oksana afterwards. Hey, can't and, beat that. And for big old slap chop. Are you kidding me? I fucking took that shit. There's no reason. Yeah, it's only for me and Dave now, I guess. Bullshit. Whatever. Anyway, we're going to take a, uh, a nice little break, and we're going to talk about the independent, the world of independent wrestling, because fuck TNA. We'll be back. I'm marking out. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Linus. Just telling everybody to check out the Marking Out podcast. But since you're listening, you probably already are. You probably already are. What? Yeah, that's right. I have a new album coming out. It's called Welcome to the Island. When does it come out, you said? Is that what you asked me? Comes out in June. If you email me, LinusNation at gmail.com. If you put in the subject, marking out Linus Giveaway, you will receive a free copy of the album when it's released. I'll go ahead and send you a single. I'll go ahead and send you the single from the album before that. So you can still get all the awesome Linus in your everyday life before the album comes out. Check out Marking Out. Shout out real quick to Brandon. What up, man? Just pounded my chest and pointed. Hope you do the same back. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and my website, LinusNation.com. Facebook and Twitter is LinusNation. See you later. And we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And, you know, WWE had their Extreme Rules pay-per-view this weekend, but there was a lot of other extreme things going on in the world of professional wrestling, and that was the Extreme Union, the latest vamping of bringing back ECW, and I'm over it. Where Where did it take place? In Philadelphia, it's dead. At the armory, Shane Douglas, it's dead. Set her free. <laughs> Set her free. Set her Let free. her go. Shane Let Douglas. her go. I just, you can only do these ECW reunions so many times. Well, they're well, they're they're done yearly. No, but no, uh, they. I think he wants to do it more than year, yearly now. Yeah, but like having these things, I think. It's I dumb. think no, but like everybody has just killed. The legacy of ECW by keep doing these things. The rise and fall of ECW was amazing. Yes. And then they did the two one-night stands, which was good. And then bringing back the ECW names. Uh, ECW officially died with Paul Heyman crying at New Year's Rev- Rev- Revolution or whatever it was called. Resolution? No. Revolution. I don't know. Hard December to December. Whatever okay. uh, regardless, called. they should just stop. It, yeah, it should stop. And then, like, TNA trying to latch onto it, too. Let that it, like... pay-per-view was horrible. Yeah, but let it, like, be the... Yeah. Entity that it was. It's like if you want to go pay tribute to a company, go out there and try and fix WCW. All right, I'm actually. Um, what's <laughs> There's tons more superstars. Gabe Sapolsky. <laughs> Bring back the, the three count. Yeah, right. Fuck. Dude, Sapolsky, don't fuck the, the old three count. Ring of Honor creator and the current vice president of Dragon Gate USA, the Evolve owner. Yeah. He actually put out a statement directed toward Shane Douglas and directed to the people that were supporting this. He he said. Can we all call tonight finally the end of ECW reunion shows? And can the 2,000 plus that bought tickets support a promotion that is that is setting the future of wrestling like anything else? Can't move can't move forward uh, while everyone is trying to recapture the past. 
to the 2000 plus at Extreme Reunion, the spirits, guts, talent, innovation, and passion that made ECW special is alive and thriving in several promotions. Find it. I can totally agree with that. Look at everything that CTW is doing. Because you have your great, awesome technical wrestling, and then you have your fucking death matches. Of course. And which then, is something, and, and, and look at like, look at guys coming out there. Sammy Callahan. Dra- look at Dragon Gate. Look at Evolve. Yeah. Look- we went to that Dragon Gate show, and we were flawed by what we saw. Yeah, you see all these new up-and-coming wrestlers. You got to see your heart. Get again, Sammy Callahan facing Sabu, a guy that's, like, still clinging on to his career. He should be retiring already. And also, too, look at, like, if Sammy Callahan was in that era of wrestling, he would have been over as all hell. Completely. Because he's he's that gritty, like... Like rough around the edges, hardcore I mean, guy. They, these fans probably don't even know who Samurai Del Sol is. Yeah, they they have. You guys have to let go. It's it, not gonna. It's not recapturing. And they're probably like, stuff. oh, this is all new. This is all new wrestling. Yeah, sucks. they're like, oh, ECW is still alive. No, it isn't. Stop. Did anyone see Shane Douglas's response or no? I did. I saw I it. Didn't, I didn't click into. I it. I watched the video and he seemed pretty heartfelt but it feels like he was reading off of something but I feel like he put like cue cards take off glasses and speak into camera it's like <laughs> take the glasses like, that's I promise you what yeah. did he say he said that you know he apologizes for everything that happened with any sort of business you know there's gonna be flaws but that night there was a lot more negatives the, the negatives outweigh the positive as we all know Sabu was found unresponsive in his hotel room yeah just, in, just incredible tweeted out a picture of that and then Just Incredible was found passed out backstage and was thrown out of the show. So you can't wait, bring was there like somebody who was not even like they 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 were supposed to show up but like they couldn't. Well, I know Raven showed up and everything. He was scheduled to have a match, but Raven didn't even partake in his match. So I and I feel like it's just disrespectful to the fans and to the legacy of ECW. I feel like they're just stomping on it and crushing it. I don't think it's the wrestlers doing it. I think the wrestlers just need money. Yeah, I think the wrestlers also need drugs. How about that one? And then also I feel too, like what it's was a it? Gateway. Was Axel Rotten like broke like eight ribs and his sternum like driving home from the events or something like that? I, I I I saw briefly something like that, but I I don't know. Um, but still, I feel like it's a huge gateway, that locker room. Especially for people that haven't done drugs in a long time or haven't... You're getting all these guys together into a locker room that they used to have back in the day that just used to be a very volatile that was a exactly. very, locker room. It was a very tight-knit fucking locker room, too. Where but it was like, also a very volatile locker room. Right. Like, um, our wrestling, Cole Cabana, Mike Quackenbush, he was, they were invited to go into ECW, but he's like, I realized, he's like, we went in there, and I, I think he seemed like they did like one shot, and they realized how like toxic that locker room is, and he goes, no, I couldn't be in there. That's what they're, me- I mean, that's what they're maintaining. Angle, right? I mean, I mean, he left, he left, we know he, he didn't do ECW more storyline-wise, but who knows if, like, you that's know not ECW. You know what? what do you mean? The ECW when no when Kurt Angle was yeah, debuting he was in, wrestling he he was he was on ECW. ECW. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. That, and that's where they had the Reef and Sandman crucifix. Right. So and like that's maybe where maybe Kurt Angle didn't want to do it for a storyline. Maybe he didn't want to say it because the locker room. Who knows? Or he didn't for religious purposes with them doing the crucifix because I think that was the main reason. But who knows? I mean, still, when are they going to realize it? I don't even think if somebody dies. Backstage in that locker room, 
I don't think it's still going to hit Shane Douglas to stop this. Uh, I don't think. Running. I don't think it will either. I think they're still going to say. But is this the first one that Shane Douglas is doing? No, he's been he doing. The other he's been doing. Well? He's been doing a lot of them. He's been doing all of them. I think that instead of seeing that, he sees dollar signs. And but you know what? Instead of that, in, instead of to, like bringing all these old guys together, why not? Instead of blowing all this money on getting all these guys, open a fucking school. You know, you know, you're Shane Douglas. You lived through the ECW. You open the school of hard knocks. Shut up, Brandon. Why isn't that where the, they train? The only the only people that that's actually worth from actually re, like reading the views. The only people worth noting that really did great was Devin Storm and Jerry Lynn. Devin and, Storm is crowbar for those that don't and know. And Stevie Richards. Uh, uh, what's with Stevie Richards? He. What Stevie the, Richards? No, was, no. What's with him? The, uh, yeah, apparently he looked good. Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah. I, apparently I he said he looked uh, him. Yeah, him and then those and the Crowbar and Jerry Lynn were the three guys that came out of that thing like looking like a million. But those bucks. are also the three people that probably still maintain shape. We, as we know on Twitter, uh, Stevie Richards always posts pictures about right. him going cardio and whatnot. Not to mention Jerry these Lynn. guys were in shape in these exactly. And then Jerry, Jerry Lynn going on his guys. last year and everything retiring. These guys are probably the only three that. And I bet you all those people. People at that extreme rules didn't realize what. Yeah, what about Van Dam's fat? I mean, he's not really in shape. I think so. He didn't look not in shape. No, he's in shape. I can no, I can I can totally agree with Brandon on that one. Um, Even I mean, you guys, you guys are gonna. I'm still talking about the ECW people that are on the show. Not you guys are gonna say no, but like Sabu. Yeah, Rob Van Van Dam. Yeah, you're bringing up people outside. Don't bring up RVD. What about Sabu? He's kind of still in the same shape. No, he's no, not at all. He's not fat. He was never in shape, Chris. Yeah, but he was. He was never in shape. He was not Brandon. He's not. He's not fat, but he was never in shape. He's not fat. But Dude, he was, he's got muscle tone to him. That's all scar tissue. No. Can't I don't know. Yeah. He, his cuts tone. are... Yeah. That's he, all scar he, tissue. His cuts on his up. stomach that are shaped like yeah, abs. Yeah, it's all scar tissue just built up upon scar tissue. Oh, God. But uh, anyway, let, let's... Let's let's, let's Yeah, let's let's stop because I, we're, I think we're all getting very angry about yeah, this. I'm gonna yeah, fucking, fuck you, Shane I'm going to throw Douglas. cocaine in David's face. The crowd was actually chanting... The crowd was actually chanting, we want refunds and fuck you, Shane. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I bet you nobody in the crowd realized this was Jerry Lynn's last year because I bet you they're so nitpicked and so, like, tight, like, pinhole, like, tractor-beamed into ECW that they don't pay attention to Like Gabe else. has said, like, we plead, please stop throwing money into this company. Throw it into other companies that are more deserving and more deserving of your, um... Hard-earned money. Yes. That's kind of pathetic sounding, though. Sammy no. Callahan killed ECW. It's over. Let it's go. done with. Let it, let it go. Set it free. I think I want to kind of like splice that in here. Set it free. But you have to, yeah, right. I mean, but these ECW guys, they have like other jobs now where and they some don't of make them don't. as much money. Okay. So it's like whatever money comes to them, it's like they're not going to say no. Yes, so we're just going to blame Shane Douglas. Fuck you, Shane. Yeah, All right, right, move on. Move on. Next topic, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor and Shikara. We we talked about this a couple times on the show. They did a dual billing this weekend in Chicago. Uh, synergy. The synergy, you know, this feud between Ring of Honor and Ch- and Chikara has been stemming for quite some time. Yeah, they had Ring of Honor do a show, Unity, then they had Chikara do... No, they had the- they had Chikara do Hot Off the Griddle first. Yeah, Hot Off the Griddle first. And then yeah. they had Ring of Honor do Unity. Yeah. Uh, just... Great, great wrestling. I mean, we haven't seen it yet, but we read reports and we read everything. Yes. everything. Talking Go about on. companies to throw money uh, that fans should put money into. Well, you know, the, the, the great thing is, I was, I watched. I was so bored yesterday at work that I was watching like all the Chikara Pro things. They actually 
are doing such a good job with marketing themselves and being such an underground promotion. They have such a niche of fans and people in the Chikarmi. And I'm gonna. You mentioned promoting and stuff for Chikara. They actually pay Botchamania, uh, Matthew of Botchamania. They actually pay them for advertising before every Botchamania. They actually have a Chikara advertisement. They really do play Mafu. Yes. Hey. I forgot about so that. So talk about good promotion, promoting skills right there. And hey, also, Chikara, not we, we could use some promoting. Yeah, if you want to promote on our or show. Or no, we could use some advertising. Yeah. Right. Well, off the griddle with a big match that everybody's talking about is Eddie Kingston versus defending his uh, grand championship versus Kevin Steen. And a, the, a way to end it is with a DQ right to the fucking balls. Yeah. But th- that doesn't make any – that makes neither of them look bad. And doesn't make Eddie Kingston look weaker. Doesn't make Eddie uh, – Kevin Steen looks doesn't weaker. end their feud either. It do- it doesn't end their feud. Doesn't end their feud. Do you either. think do you see Kevin Steen coming back to Jakarta? Of course, yeah, I definitely see. Do him you think? Coming but back at some you know, speaking of Ring of Honor, it's going to be Davy Richards versus um, who's the champ? Ed? No, Eddie Edwards. Uh, Davy Richards. It's Kevin Steen versus Davy Richards at Border Wars for the oh, title. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think Kevin Steen goes in there, wins the title, then goes back to Jakarta? He could, but what's to say he has to go back there? What's not to say Eddie Kingston doesn't go there? Touche. Touche. Then the, another big match that they had was El Generico versus Sarah Del Rey. Sarah Del Rey. Hot. Another. And Sarah Del Rey goes over. Which is awesome. Yeah. Not It's not very often that. Well, actually, it is. It, 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 with, with Sarah Del, Del Rey. With yeah. Sarah Del Rey in Chikara, she can go over anybody. She, she, did she's she been go over Claudio? Claudio? Yep. She beat okay. Claudio. Yeah. She beat them. She's beating the colony before. She's beating she's beating many she's the men. the fucking queen of wrestling, goddammit. She, she beats men. And I don't mean that way. In the face. It, yeah. Yeah, also not in that way, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And then you, ha- then you have Ring of Honor. You know, the big... The, the big th- a, a match for this wasn't even the 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 world title wasn't defended. You know, Davy Richards in the tag match against Kyle O'Reilly. It was Jigsaw and Hollow Wicked versus the Briscoes for the ROH tag team titles, and rightfully so, the Briscoes went over because you know they're keep trying to keep the lines separated between Jakara and Ring of Honor. But it's always good to see the Briscoes go over. They they also had another Chikara match. They had the Colony versus Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, and TJ Perkins. With Lucha Libre tag team rules Yes, applied. it was Lucha rules and two, had two referees where they actually did a flip. One Chikara referee and one Ring of Honor referee where they did a little coin flip to see who calls it. And the amazing thing about that is that the Colony went over on a fact. Ring of Honor event. Yeah, fact. Fact. I'm, I'm trying to avoid saying yes, so I'm just going to say fact. <laughs> All right, Dave, you're the worst. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, great... Big double build events going on. This uh, went on last weekend. I can't wait to get the DVDs in my hands. Oh, hopefully, hopefully by the time we go to the anniversary event yeah, at Highline Chicago. Ballroom. When is that? Is that May twentieth? May twentieth. Oh. They're doing two nights. They started announcing a couple matches. I know it's going to be the three point is going to be there. But uh, no, the, the, the no, but not even that. The first night there's like. The the new those new guys the guy Keo that we saw when we went to uh, caught in the spiders den all those like badass like yeah, colony yeah, yeah. guys and the shard and seventeen they're gonna be facing Ultramantis Black Icarus Mister um, Zero and Dragonfly. So those Very guys cool. wear 
Colony masks or whatever. Pseudo colony. You, you don't remember the event? Probably yeah, no, not. No, I, I do, but I just I don't know. They, if, like maybe they switched up their masks. Well, given no. they did have, I think they thought they had hoods on at the time, and they didn't really have masks on. No, they all had masks. Yeah, they all. But had I mean, masks like on. when we saw them, they didn't have actual. They had. Did they had Lucha Libre masks. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can pull up the event right now. On my no, computer. we don't have to do this. I can pull up pictures I just don't on remember. Chris's computer. <laughs> all right, but regardless. Regardless. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm excited for that event. The oh, May 20th very. event. I, I love the fact that you also have two promotions working together on the indie scene. Yeah. You got to appreciate that factor. Absolutely. And then I know that's not the, like Dragon Gate has, I mean, uh, Evolve has a few iPay-per-views coming up that are going to be huge. NYWC's got a big, big show coming up. Yeah, big, Fusion. I mean, I mean, before that even, they have a big show tomorrow. Yeah, today, well, when well today to when you're listening to this, go down to the uh, West End Piers because NYWC and Evolve are going to be holding a dual event down there. The Big O's going to be on on board for that, which should be pretty awesome. It's Cinco de Mayo. Go drink some tequila. Go drink some uh, Pacificos. Dave loves Pacificos. The beer. Uh, and, Presidentes. Oh, Presidentes. Peas. Pacificos. Presidentes. No, Pacificos are pretty good, too. Never had Pacificos. Oh, dude, when you go to Moe's, that's what I get. I get a burrito I was going and I get Presidente. a Pacifico. Moe's oh. serves beer? Yeah. yeah. That place sucks. Moe's is awesome, dude. Dude, Moe's is oh, awesome. Jeez. Uh, dude, I will we tell. bleep you for like no, that, I'll especially say, this I'll is Cinco de, Mo- de Mayo so, uh, show. Favorite Mexican wrestler, Cinco de Mayo. Shoot, Mayo, Mayo. Why do they say Mayo? Mayo. Favorite Mexican wrestler. That's a yeah. fucking top one. Currently, Samurai del Sol. Yeah, the guy has been nothing but impressive. Brandon, I don't know who would you put. El Generico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Canadian luchador. Yeah, there you go. The French Canadian luchador. I don't know. It's a tough one. I would maybe, maybe super crazy or psychosis. Psychosis is definitely up there. Yeah, psychosis is definitely up there. Okay, so we talked about MYWC Evolve, big, uh, big event today in New York City, and then they have Fusion coming up, which is one of their big paper. Uh, I want to say paper views, big events of the year. Yeah, Friday man. night Fusion, May eighteenth at the NYWC Sportatorium. Apparently, this is their SummerSlam, so that's a huge event. Yeah, to people not buy miss. tickets, go see it. It's gonna be packed you, in there. I like mean, come on now, you get it. They just announced on Monday, during Monday Night Raw that it's gonna be Nikki Six defending her uh, Scarlet Championship versus Sarah Del Rey. So I just like, I really just want to be like, Sarah's gonna kill you. And and what a what a great also too for Nikki Six what a great learning experience to learn from Sarah Del Rey who's been in Japan who's been in Europe who's been all over you know uh, these, has, this is the kind of woman that you you pick her mind you you kind of find out every little thing that she knows about the industry of pro wrestling me, so who makes your who makes your wrestling tights. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one thing that Brandon would say. That wasn't me. Also, to the Fusion title is going to be on the line. Stockade is going to be defending his Fusion title against the premier athlete, uh, Impact Wrestling's own, well, NYWC's own, Tony Nese. And let's just add, uh, kudos, congratulations on getting married this oh, yeah. weekend. Mazel uh, today. Or, or, as we like to say, Mazel Tov. Yes, Mazel Tov like on your wedding day. Hey, uh, dude, tov. I'm breaking the glass. I'm wearing a yarmulke. Oh, are We're going to have a chuppa. Like a chuppa. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm glad. Yeah. Now Brandon. Now Brandon's like, man, I'm glad I RSVP'd. Hey, I'm going to so congr- up on it. So I think we could all say yeah, congratulations, too. <laughs> congratulations from the show to me. Tony Nice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now Brandon's going to take the pictures of me up on the chair. Then you got a six man tag of Polyon Rex Lawless. Hell yeah, Rangers. You got Mikey Whipwreck versus Ryan Rush, Burma, and Mega. Yeah. Big time rush back in the house. 
Ryan Rush trying to make uh, make his making his return, doing good so far. It should be a good event. The Big O is going to be in some sort of action. We don't know yeah, yet. I mean, I they're going to announce a lot more matches. More and matches if you're come. on Long Island or if you're in your tri-state area, come out to Deer Park. Yeah, it's, go, it's, go it's, check. Almost, it's almost a ferry ride away from Connecticut, right? Yeah, no, actually, yeah, Wait, Port right? Washington. Isn't go check, right there? Go check it out, nywcwrestling.com. And also, too, my sister's having her 21st birthday party that night, so, like, right after we can go and just get, get fucked up. Yeah, we could definitely do that. All right. Anything else we have to do this week, guys? Anything uh, else we have to shameless say? Shameless plugs, maybe. Yeah, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, I know that I've given him a shout-out in the past, but go follow Team Sturlo. You could also read his blog, rentsports.com slash blog slash author slash Sterling E-B-Y, because I don't know how to spell, sit, pronounce that. Ebby? 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 Ebby. Ebby. Didn't you learn Abby? anything with Rabbi Sky? That's true. Rebby Sky? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then go follow Vince Tyrone, 725. Big CM Punk fan. He's actually the first person to retweet all, every single one of my tweets in regards to shameless plugs. And not Brandon's. Yes, not Brandon's. And then last but not least, go follow Wrestling World at Wrestling World. Go figure. And their website, jjmsports.com. All right. All right now. Plugs. Yeah. And Brandon, who are we shouting out this week? I just have to say that I'm going to correct it last week's. That was a horrible Regis Philbin, by the way. Yeah. I just have to say, though, last week, uh, my shout-out was, I just have to correct it, it was Ben Henderley's. Is that right? I don't Tweet know. at us. I'm, no, I'm talking are you talking to, to me? I'm or? talking to him. <laughs> Do you, are you listening to him right now? Yeah. Regardless, uh, number uh, one. Radio. Number one, I'm going to go ahead and give it out. Give a shout-out to the Extreme Rules crew. Every, everybody knows who they are, the Extreme Rules crew. Uh, Do they? Yeah, I don't think that 96% of them are listening to Mark and Al, but whatever, I had fun. Yeah, Mike Marv, Vinny Bauer. Heel Franklin. Go, oh, Heel Franklin. Dude, it's Rico. Brad Anhels. Andrew. Go follow all of them on Twitter. Oh, Dan. Dan oh, what is it? Dan Asulin? D. Asulin. D. Asulin. Andrew's not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew hates everybody, so he wouldn't go, want to Go be on follow Twitter. all of them. Good people. Yeah. Number two, I'm uh, just going to yeah. give this shout-out to Sting. Oh, good shout-out. The man called Sting. Because he now has a profile on WWE.com. Wow. That, that confuses me. It's weird. If you go to the site, Awkward. you'll notice the only choices are superstars, divas, Hall of Fame, or alumni. And Sting isn't in any of the gores. I have to change it and click all superstars. And he comes up? For Sting to be there. Are yeah. we, Maybe he signed. Uh, is this it's foreshadowing? Pretty, it's pretty uh, exciting news. Could so. this be foreshadowing? Perhaps. Could and, this uh, be foreskin? No, I mean, no, sorry. Really? Rumble foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> that was from Scary Movie, I think. That was, that was the book the president, I think, was reading to the kids. Well, okay. Maybe, I don't know. All right, all right, continue. The he last, sews foreskin last, into gold. The last shout-out I want to give to is to Owen Hart. Uh, since his passing in 1999, I've dedicated the whole month of May to him, and I think everyone who else who uh, had a chance to see him wrestle should as well. So Definitely. We miss, we miss Owen. Owen Hart Awareness Month. Absolutely. Can we start? Oh, let's start that. Owen Hart Awareness Month. Yeah, because they have Breast oh. Cancer Awareness Month. You know, like no, it. November could, is Movember. We could wear black and, and yellow. I like it. All right. I'll wear my big O shirt. I think we just started it. Everybody, if you're listening to this, Owen Hart Awareness Month is now May. 
Like legit, every I, I swear to God, every go and watch the Owen Hart. He matches. would be so Dude. far right now in the wrestling business. He would. Ah, oh, man. Since, like, I swear I to God, every him. since he passed away, every I added it to my AOL calendar. It's still there. May. You still use AOL? What's great? Yeah. What's great is every single wrestler, no matter who you speak to, always have a has a has a great uh, yeah has an Owen Hart ribbing story or something like that. Yeah. It's like well, also too, like when Bret Hart got inducted into the Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. he had that whole story about like Owen ordering like eight pizzas to somebody's room. (laughs) Like I mean, I find it really unfortunate that I never had the opportunity to meet him. Yeah. That's like I feel like the same way with Eddie Guerrero too. Like I may cry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do they were it. Like fun superstars. It's <laughs> our mark out moment of the week. Mark out of the moment. Yeah, of the week. Mark out moment of the week. I'm sorry. I'm still so upset about Owen Hart. But anyway, if, our mar- if, let's, before you, if you have any Owen Hart memories, share them with us. Yeah, absolutely. Tweet at us. Go on our Facebook page and tell us hey, about I, Owen Hart. Sorry for this? interrupting you on that if one. You're gonna interrupt? Can I interrupt? No. Come on. Sure. Why not? Why what? not? Let's give. No, Brandon it's our Mark Allen of the week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to fucking make make go. Light just of read, this it, on read it. Read it. Read it. I tweeted out <laughs> at 4:18 p.m. on April 28th. Hey, you just followed, and it's so crazy. So here's my Twitter, in parentheses, at PTTG161. Follow me, maybe. Hours later, at 8.51 p.m. on April 28th, Zack Ryder to Carly Rae Jepsen. Hey, I just followed you, and this is crazy, but here's my Twitter handle, at Zack Ryder, so tweet me, maybe. Are you serious, bro? Like, come on. Does that not sound familiar? For the that's, record, Zach does follow us. So, uh, <laughs> you know what? That's like, the fucking... The fuck? That's the mark out moment of the week. <laughs> I, you know, we had something really good planned, but that's just... You don't want to get. You don't no. want to like give it to the real one. No, we don't, because that was that's a total mark out. <laughs> you're probably you're probably funny. sitting there fucking freaking out. He was probably, oh my god, he's still no. like tweet. No, no, no. I called David right away. I was, <laughs> he was like, so yeah, pissed. there you go, mark it out. He was I so said, pissed. are you fucking kidding me? I was like, is this coincidence? Uh, I was like, geez. I looked at to see when he tweeted it. I was like, this is hours before I, I mean hours after I tweeted it. I was like, bullshit. And that was after he did something else with David. Jeez. Yeah, catch us on his Seth Rollins had a match. Go watch it on Facebook page. Yeah, there awesome we go. Awesome stuff. And that's our show for this week. Thank you yet again, as always, for everybody to listening to the podcast. Go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, leave a comment, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Go back and listen to all of our other episodes. Buy the shirt. And buy the t-shirt. You screwed it up. Okay, this is how we're going to do it. And like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. What? (laughs) Whatever. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Buy your shirt again. Facebook.com slash Mark. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the Heavy Rainfall. Uh, Woo!